guys, it's Hadley. And it's Emily. And the bitches are back. And things are going to get dark. Damned. And disturbed. Hi, Doogie. Hey, what's up, guys? That was so loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's just excited to be here, you know? I am. We love to hear it. Oh. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so if there is ever an episode to do it on, I guess one like this is the most appropriate one. Um, we, <laughs> My dogs are now barking in the background. <laughs> anyway, Pubs. Yes, that was Luna, her little hound dog howl. But we were, before we started recording, we just checked our stats online. And Emily is, y'all don't even know, she's ready. She's got her mic ready to go. We have officially broken 5,000 streams on our pod. Yeah. I just want you to know that Emily has had that ready to go for like 10 minutes. And she's played it repeatedly. We're excited. 5,000 pe people have listened to us 5,000 times, or at least started. That's, um, honestly, I think Gary probably has tuned me out about 5,000 times, so, and he'd be listening to the pod, so hey, Gary, what's up? Maybe it's just Gary 5,000 times. Yeah, it might, it might be, making up for all those times that he put me on mute. That's always... Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Single-handedly carrying the show. What would we do without yeah. you? But right. today, we are not here to talk about murder. We're not here to talk about anybody dying. Amen. Really. Um, amen, yeah. Um, so announcing that seemed like the appropriate this seemed like the appropriate episode for that. Um so I am gonna like hold my mic this time because my audio's been a little quiet lately. So I'm gonna see if this makes it. And she's better. not quiet. She is I am that is not an adjective that can be used to describe me. No. Even when I mm -hmm. So everybody else already knows because the title Emily already knows too, but we're talking about Y2K today because this is your New Year's Eve episode. So what better way to ring in 2022 than with reminding you about the time that we all thought we were going to die because of computers. Can you believe yeah. it's almost 2022? Also, I keep seeing that thing on Facebook that it's like saying 2022, 2022? comma two as in also, yeah. and I'm just like not ready. So... Omnicrom, Omnicrom, she's coming for you. What you gonna do? I have no idea what you're singing. You might get the flu. Omnicrom, Omnicrom, what you gonna do? <laughs> Where do you find these things? That one came from my brain. <laughs> anyway. Are you out here freestyling on the pod? I thought that I'd take this opportunity everyone to hear my raps so prepare yourself we're just in a silly goofy mood i'm crying now you're <laughs> Woo! and there came and went emily's last brain cell ladies and gentlemen yeah she it's like Haley's comment she came flying by once every few years she's been fighting for her life for a long time so all my life. Looking at me when you were singing it. 
never thought it was something that you got off TikTok. No. But you were... <laughs> you were making it up. Yeah, I'm just a genius. I don't know what to tell you. You're a lot of things, but I don't know the genius is one of them. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> That's the hang-up sound if you guys don't know. All of our users should be iPhone users, except for Justin and Ryan. We forgive you. Taylor doesn't listen to this, but Taylor, you're not excused because your phone puts your Google Pixel. It puts Pixel and Pixelated with those pictures, babe. So anyway, get, get an iPhone, sir. It's 2021. <laughs> actually, it's 2022. Anyway, we're actually here for which I. I find this hard to believe. We're not here for Emily's freestyling nor the slander of you of Android users. But we're here to talk about why 2K. So Emily, I'm ready. If you're, if you're done with your little Eminem moment, I'm I'm good to start with this. I'm done for now, but the eight Thank mile you. calls. So I got spaghetti in there if you need it. Okay, I don't have a sweater for you though. Goodbye. Goodbye. Anyway, <laughs> now that we're five minutes into this, anyway, yeah. so Y2K, I was really young when this happened, so um, <laughs> as a child, I was unbothered by this because I literally didn't know what was happening. But what year was it? Tell me. <laughs> oh my god, it's year 2000, isn't it? <laughs> that someone listens to for the first time they're gonna be like and one star thank you so much <laughs> this is gonna be our one star review yeah. our third so back to y2k wait real quick the year 2000 i i googled it before i like in the middle of asking i hate you so much i googled y2k year and it's literally <laughs> like year 2000 okay anyway yeah, so I was 10 years old. I was three. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <Damn. laughs> um, I do remember as a child hearing people talk about Y2K, but I really didn't know the full extent of it until I started researching this. Um, and there's a couple different conspiracies that kind of in, they're involved in this. So we're going to just dive on in. Um, so the thing about Y2K is that it was a conspiracy theory that stemmed around computers. So back in the 90s, computers had come a long way, but they were not anything compared to what we have today. Um, they were still like big and bulky and only, there was only like a, a, it was like a small group of people who really understood how to work these things, like to their full extent, which even today. I had an AOL account, baby. Even today, kids. Um, at my mom, 
still does not know how to use a computer and that's all right um <clears throat> unless she's asking me questions and it's not all right um <laughs> but a normal person like an average joe would probably not have been very well versed in how computers worked so you have to keep that in mind when we're talking about all of these things because the mindset we have today with you know these that we carry in our pockets are more powerful than the computers that sent the you know that sent people to the moon in the 1960s I isn't that, that crazy words. though like, i'll talk my, about that another day but my ipad our, is like yeah our smartphones even smartphones 10 years ago more powerful more computer than the computer that put people on the moon put people on the moon so put them on the moon yeah anyway um (laughs) wink so this conspiracy started well before the year 2000 was even on the horizon so back in the 1960s and up until the 1980s computer engineers used two digit codes to identify what the year so basically if they were talking about the year 1976 they would only program the computer to say 76 versus saying the entire year and they did this for a reason because back in the day computer space was very limited and i do in fact remember our old like desktops that we had with the floppy disks and now i like really sit back and think about like my phone is a 256 gigabyte phone and i'm using like 90 gigs of it this was not an option (laughs) this is like the amount of storage that they used for like (laughs) for nasa okay and here i am send the man to the moon yeah and so here i am with it in my pocket um so in 1977 that was the first time that home computers hit the market for mass for the mass public to own and they were considered to be a microcomputer because if you google how big computers were um like the computers that put people on the moon they literally took up entire rooms so in 1980 a computer had five megabytes of data which is about five times the amount that a normal floppy disk would hold. Um, also, if you don't know what a floppy disk in your list is and you're listening to this, um, please just Google it because um, that concerns me. <laughs> so please just please just do a Google um, and figure that out for yourself. So <clears throat> the most successful personal computer that sold during this time, the prices ranged from $1,500 to $3,000. So all I got to say is for y'all people that be hating on Mac, they always been expensive okay so (laughs) don't come at me okay um and so those prices range from like basic to top tier um and so realistically computers are somewhat cheaper today but um you know i personally just be typing all these podcast episodes on a three thousand dollar macbook so (laughs) i can't say nothing and so back to the 90s When they realized that the year 2000 was coming up, the computer programmers began to worry that the computers might not recognize that two-digit date code of 00 as the year 2000, but that it would register it as the year 1900. So this is where it all started. The issue with this is that any program or activity someone was doing on their computer that was date sensitive would be lost. And a major concern with, was with banks. So banks calculate their interest rates on a daily basis, and the interest rates would not be calculated just for that day, but they would also calculate the interest rate for minus 100 years if things didn't 
roll over correctly. Mm -hmm. um, power plants were also concerned about the Y2K bug because like many other businesses, they relied on computers to do their routine maintenance and safety checks like water pressure and radiation levels, which can be incredibly dangerous for people everywhere. Um, so if those things were not being maintained, uh, just a little problematic. Uh, transportation would also be, be affected because airlines, buses, trains, all of it, they all at this time were relying on computers for their schedules and for everything. So for a while, there was some fear that the computer system might fail entirely on September 9th, 1999, because coders often use nines to indicate the end of a program and having the date in the computer as 9999, they thought it might end that might just end the program entirely. So <clears throat> there's a lot of numbers and a lot of things involved here, so I hope, hope we're all keeping up. Um, governments all around the world were preparing for Y2K, and the U.S. government was, of course, the least prepared. Former President Bill Clinton in 1998 actually passed the Year 2000 Information and Readiness Disclosure Act, and it was designed to encourage U.S. companies to share Y2K data, and in exchange, he would offer some type of limited liability protection for what they shared. It is estimated that the U.S. government spent roughly $150 billion to upgrade computers and application programs so that way they could be prepared and could be Y2K compliant. And roughly $300 billion was spent to prepare everybody all over the world for this, which the U.S. was <coughs> half of that, so... <laughs> Damn. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Y2K went a little bit deeper than people freaking out about computer programming. Um, and we're going to get a little bit, we're going to talk about some religious things now. So won't be offended if anybody feels like this is the place you need to cut this off. Um, but I did want to kind of cover the bigger conspiracy theories around Y2K. Um, and this is just one of them. So <clears throat> I did used to go to church pretty regularly. But I never really heard anybody talk about this, and maybe uh, it's because we're not anywhere near one, but, you know, I don't know. So apparently in certain denominations of Christianity, and I'm sure other religions as well, a new millennium is the end times and is the second coming. So certain denominations of Christianity believe that the year 2000 marked the second coming of Jesus, and they began looking for signs that they were in the last days, like those talked about in the various books of the Bible. So with the, but with the computer bug issue, there was going to be so many aspects of life that were going to be impacted. So outside of transportation and banking, uh, food and water services were going to possibly be disrupted, um, and people just sort of freaking out, thinking that this is going to be what sends society into just a complete and total breakdown. And that, to me... That part of it seems like a reasonable fear. If all these businesses are relying on these computers to automatically change the dates and produce the schedules and things like that, absolutely, things are going to be messed up. You're not going to get food trucks. You're not going to get trucks in. Things aren't going to run on schedule. Totally fair. And really quick, though, uh, update, Jesus didn't come in yeah, the year 2000. Yeah, so wondering, so. Jesus did not come back in the year 2000. So stay he tuned hasn't for that. Yet. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't shown Maybe. up yet, so... Stay, stay tuned. He's a little late so far. Um, and so I think that also, just like my personal opinion with this, I think COVID has also shown us how much we actually depend on computers and supply chains um, for almost all of us, for every aspect of our lives. Um, so anyway, 
some Christians believe that the Y2K bug was a sign of tribulation that was predicted in the Bible. And some Christians were even going as far as promoting anti-government and anti-Semitic theories to support their end-of-time visions. Y'all so in terms of the... I, I know. So <laughs> I would be like the worst person to have tried to come. I would be like, I'm sorry, what? We're doing what now? Like, I'm all for believing what you want to believe. Um, that's fine and all, but please just don't bother me about it. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't do scare tactics. Bye. No, yeah. Um, I got enough anxiety in this brain. I probably thought about 57 other ways I was going to die today already. So you're not telling me anything I already had considered. So 50 limb. 50 limb. So in terms of the apocalypse that the Christians were anticipating, there's a number of events that would have to happen and then Jesus would come back and he would be establishing a 1000 year kingdom on earth. And this started, was going to start with the rapture and the events that happened during the tribulation would start a seven year period of terror, calamity and persecution of true believers. And that will end when Jesus comes back with his church and then an Armageddon, AKA a final battle will happen. And then the portion of time with Jesus's thousand year reign begins. Who came up with this? Not a part, not a single part of that sounded Jesus-y at all, except for him coming back. Who came up with that? Was it the Baptist? I just want to know. I don't know, but I got to tell you when I was reading, when I was researching this, I was like, this is terrifying. Um, a seven-year period of terror? I'm on year almost 25 of a period of terror, and I am not doing well, so I <laughs> Jesus, please. My Jesus would not rain terror in hellfire. Okay? No. Not the Jesus I know. He would never. Mm-mm. Never. never. Never, ever, ever. Could never, would never. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I can understand, like... <laughs> If every with everything else that was happening then, I can understand people like if this is also being shoved down your throat, I would be terrified. Girl. I'd be like, "Oh great, here I go. Here comes hellfire. Just something else. Put it on my tab. Yeah, just go ahead and add it to the list. <laughs> Reason number three thousand and seventy-two for my mental breakdown of the day. Thanks. Thank you. So the different denominations of Christianity all have their own interpretations of how the signs are shown and what exactly the signs are. It's really just entirely too much for me to unpack here for those things. Um, it's also we're not a religion, uh, you know, deep diving kind of podcast. So um, I'm not going to go into that. But what I can tell you is the good news <laughs> is that none of this happened and that there was Update. nothing to panic about. <laughs> In other news, nothing happened. Everything's um, not fine, but it's fine. Right, right, right. So I was reading in a Time.com article, which I will be linking in the show notes, that even 20 years later, people think that Y2K was a joke. But the only reason that we can laugh about it now is because of how seriously a certain group of people, like there were some people that were taking it super seriously. Um, the reality is that many people don't truly understand how computers work. So when people started talking... Um, about the issues with Y2K and what programmers were actually scared about, it really did not seem like a big deal to most people. So for all the programmers, this was like, that's why, you know, they made it a big deal because of them it really was a big deal. Um, and American citizens apparently did repair in some capacity. Some people were stocking up on food. 
water, and you know, guns, because hashtag America, in anticipation for this incoming apocalypse. The Time.com article also talked about how the entire reason that the Y2K thing didn't even really happen is that there was a chunk of people who spent an entire decade preparing for it. Um, Once the new year rolled around and nothing happened, people were quick to laugh and make jokes about it all and even say that the efforts that people took to prevent it were all a waste of time. People thought it was a hoax, but one person that is referenced in the Time.com article made a good point. Industries and companies don't spend $100 billion or devote these personal resources to a problem they don't think is serious. The people who knew... The people who knew best were the ones who were working hardest and spending the most. So basically, yes, the Y2K bug was a legitimate concern uh, for certain people in society, and it did have the ability to impact everybody, but thankfully, there were some dedicated people who took it very seriously, and they made sure that it was a problem that nobody else had to deal with, and from what I could find, the first couple of days were kind of so-so in terms of how computers were operating. Um, but other than that, it wasn't really anything. So, you know, just shout out to the governments and the people around the world that, we took, that took it real serious. Because, uh, you know, I don't think my parents did because I literally remember nothing. I thought about asking my dad, but I didn't. Um, I wonder if Gary knows anything. I, I could call Gary. my mom live real quick. <laughs> hold on, let me see. Let me ask Gary, hold on. Okay, update. Gary knew nothing. So, um, gee, thanks, Gary, for all your help. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing, Gary. Anyway, but that is the Y2K conspiracy, at least as much of it that I could find. Uh, I apologize if anybody was looking more for a deep dive into the whole uh, terrifying Christianity side of things, but I just was not in the mental headspace to do that. That's that's just too much. Um, it, it, was, it was too much. But it's twenty. It's it's still twenty twenty one. It's too much. Okay. Too much. Um, yeah, entirely too much. But um, thank you guys for five thousand streams this little pod has been running for about six months now so five thousand streams in six months it's been real fun that was really loud but the passion was there (laughs) so sorry hold on let me turn it down what i can tell you is next year we're gonna keep on trucking we're gonna keep putting out little pods little episodes um, I can also guarantee you that Emily will still only be functioning with about half a brain cell. <laughs> nothing, nothing will change there. That's um, facts. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, lots of exciting things happening in our personal lives. And so we're just ready for 2022 and all of its adventures. Hopefully it's not awful. Um, knock Hopefully it's filled with at least one Post Malone concert. If it's not, um, I would like a refund. On everything yeah yeah my entire so i actually totally off topic i thought about texting my mom earlier and telling her you remember how you used to tell me that you would take me out because you brought me into this world please just take me out just just please amen just take me out now please amen um but we hope that you guys had a safe and blessed holiday season no matter what you celebrate um where you celebrate who you celebrate with just remember period queen period queen and that's on per remember that um (laughs) you are 
just remember, I know the holidays are tough for some people, so just remember that <laughs> you are loved. If you need someone to reach out to, please reach out to someone. Um, you can attempt to message me or Emily one. I don't know that will. <laughs> Emily doesn't reply to my messages, so I can't guarantee she'll reply to yours. But, <laughs> but uh, just remember that you are loved and cherished by somebody on this planet, and it may even be me. I don't know. But it's probably not Emily, but <laughs> it may be me. <laughs> No, I love and cherish it, but I'm going to leave you on red. So. <laughs> sure will. Um, it's because I forgot to reply. Not even going to lie. So. <laughs> even if you text her 911, just left on red. But we hope you guys had a safe and blessed holiday season. We hope you have a fun and safe New Year's Eve. And we will catch you guys in 2022. Bye. Bye. I was waiting for you to turn it off. Okay, bye. <laughs>